Big Rap Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, providing everything you'd need to hit the circle or the big stage. So check out G1Reads.com as they keep the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you, folks? <laughs> Aye, another week has rolled round. It's time for another Big Rab Show podcast. And you might have guessed by the sound of my voice is that I am now back in the studio. Yes. <laughs> I am back in my very happy garage. Uh, yeah. So this will be a return to normal business, I think, for us here on the Big Rab Show. It's been quite a busy few weeks. Uh, we'll talk more about that, of course, as the rest of the pod unfolds. Indeed. But first of all, let's get through the introductions. If this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we're here talking about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland Bagpipe and its people. And yes, like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon. Uh, there's links in the show notes right now, but you can go and check that out. Uh, there is tons of extra stuff. I mean, tons of it. Uh, so all of that stuff that you guys managed to get over the last three or four weeks, I guess, all from World's Week and Piping Live and all that stuff, uh, our Patreon faithful managed to receive that early. Uh, they also got all sorts of great video content back there as well. I'm not going to spoil it, but there's like, I don't know, there's an hour and a half worth of a video diary from the Friday alone. Well worth a watch. And that's just exclusive for Patreon subs. So if you do want to go and check out all that stuff, there's bags of it back there. So go and check out Patreon. Click on support. Be part of the Patreon people. And get your mitts and all that extra stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, as I've said, this is now a return to usual business. Uh, can I just say that our listener mail feature... I don't know, man. It's just been inundated with emails since the World Championships, as you could imagine. All right. Now, there is a huge elephant in the room that everyone wants us to talk about. I just don't know quite how many emails we got on this topic. Of course, I'm talking about the Nat Russell situation where his scores were scrubbed from the Friday. And we had that eventual letter that was handed to all grade one bands after the World Championships were crowned and all of that, you guys know the crack. You know what I'm talking about, all right? Yes, we will eventually unpack all of that situation, all right? We will talk about it, just not on this week's show. <laughs> we will possibly talk about it on next week's show, all right? I'm just putting that out there right now. Uh, yeah, this is episode 351, and we wanted to remain a very happy, positive yeah, upbeat show, because we're launching the Big Rab Show Awards. Yeah, that'll be later. Uh, so, yeah, if you do, I don't know, feel aggrieved that we haven't read your email, uh, just be sure in the knowledge that we have received so much correspondence on this topic. It's been kind of crazy. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I just don't know where to begin, but we will do our best to unpack all of it on next week's podcast. All right? There you go. So by way of listener mail, that's our listener mail. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again. BigRabShow at gmail.com. 
Yeah, I think all of the correspondence that we've received in the last three, four weeks possibly has all been on that one topic. Yeah, and we will get into it. We're not avoiding it by any means. We're just wanting to dedicate an appropriate amount of time for it and actually prepare it efficiently enough uh, because we do think it is a valuable conversation to have. There are questions, of course, that we want to ask and remain unanswered. So we will delve into all of that in a future episode of the pod, indeed. So... Email us in. If you do have any thoughts, queries, anything at all, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Yeah. Now, also, I know that we start most shows with Weekly Drone as well. And can I say that throughout the month of August and September, you folks have been really quite prolific with your Weekly Drones. Uh, We, again, are going to dedicate an entire show to answering these uh, because of the sheer volume that we've received. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. We've received so many weekly drones uh, that we honestly, if we, you know, I guess if we spaced them out, we could, like, you know, have one per show like we normally would do. And we don't have enough content to last us up until June, July of next year. (laughs) But no, seriously, what we're going to do is we're going to dedicate a full show. Uh, We're going to call it the Weekly Drone Show. And we're going to just answer all of your weekly drones. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, our feature weekly drone is if you go to our website right now, thebigrabshow.com, there's a big button right at the top of the website where you can let us know all of your thoughts, feelings, concerns, moans and drones, basically. And you can let us all have it completely anonymously. Yeah. Now, the reason why that is useful, because we know that a lot of people in the pipe band world don't like to talk openly about their opinions on some things, especially when they can be seen as being controversial. So if you do want to do that anonymously, where you know there won't be any sort of blowback either on you or your band or no fear of recrimination because it's anonymous. There's no identifying factor there. So, yeah, if you want to do that. Feel free. Weekly Drone is available there. We are still gathering them in. Uh, So that will be a future Big Rab show. All right. So we won't have any Weekly Drone for the next couple of weeks as we're doing that. Okay. So literally, I have to give a shout out to JD, who is an absolute legend, by the way, who's been recording all of these Weekly Drones uh, from about the tail end of July. I guess we have so many here. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, So, yeah, we are going to dedicate a full show to Weekly Drone, and that'll be in the future. So there you are. That's talking about future shows. Yes, we are going to talk about that situation from the worlds. Yes, we will get there. And also, we're going to dedicate a full show to Weekly Drones. So, there you are. I hope that takes care of most, if not all, of the correspondence we've received over the last three, four weeks. Anyway... I want to talk about the last run of podcasts, right? All the way from episode 346 have all been pre-recorded during World's Week. We've had Drumming for Drinks. And by the way, the amount of correspondence we got about Drumming for Drinks, you guys really seem to love that episode. Yeah, what what an amazing event that was. It was such a pleasure to be a part of that. So yeah, shout out to everyone for having us there in the first place, running about, yeah, the organizing team, to the sponsors, to the acts themselves. Just an incredible event there at Drumming for Drinks. If you haven't listened to that, go back, have a gander at it. And yeah, even you can check our YouTube channel as well, uh, where Stuart Campbell managed to film everything at Drumming for Drinks for us. And it's all up there now on our YouTube channel. You can catch every performance. Yeah. Also then, the following week after that was the Belfast International Tattoo. What a special event that was at the SSE Arena in Belfast. Wow, is all I will say. That tattoo just seems to get better and better every year. And this year's tattoo did not disappoint. 
wow. So episode 347, Belfast Tattoo, go and check that out. Then, of course, I think we've uploaded, um, well, two extremely popular episodes. We weren't expecting this. Uh, but, yeah, our two on-the-ground reports from the World Championships has been some of our most downloaded ever. Uh, so, yeah, our world's on-the-ground report from the Friday and the Saturday, uh, both definitely worthy of your time, I would argue. A lot of people were really complimentary of it, saying, Rab, you kind of give a bit of a flavour as to what it was like to be there on the grass. And that was the whole point of it, basically. So I kind of took you guys with me as I was walking around the place and just stumbling upon bands. Now, I did get some criticism. Some people were saying, ah, Rab, come on, you didn't catch my band, or you didn't catch my band. Or, yeah, I I didn't have a coherent plan, a lot of people say, oh, you sh- I should have had like a, a plan where I hit this grade at that time and this grade at that time. and No. And I just wanted to kind of rock up as a regular punter and just point a mic at stuff and give a real genuine flavor of what it's like to be there as a spectator. You know, had I made a coherent plan and said, right, at this time at 9 o'clock I'm going to be there and I'll be there for 10 minutes and then I'll rock across the park and I'll be there at 10 past 9 and, you know, schedule my day, I just think it would kind of feel a little bit unnatural. And things like that where I, you know, mistakenly bump into Bob Worrell and ask him his thoughts and stuff or even bump into Andrew Douglas and get, you know, sandwiched in between and I think, can't remember who the bands were. Was it Simon Fraser? Uh, I can't remember who else it was. Uh, But yeah, we called it a tone sandwich. Yeah. (laughs) So things like that. You know, those accidental happenings. Just gold. And wouldn't happen if you had, you know, intentionally planned it that way. Yeah. So there you go. If you do, yeah, have any thoughts on those episodes, let us know. But we had a great time putting them together. Uh, that took a wealth of editing, let's just say, um, both those both those days, the Friday and the Saturday. Uh, but hopefully we managed to give a little bit, a bit of flavour as to what it was like to actually be there at the Worlds. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, go back and listen to them. Episode 348, episode 349, tons of great stuff in both those episodes there. All right. Now, of course, we have to talk about last week's podcast, Big Rab Show Live at Piping Live. We got a pile of complaints about it. <laughs> <laughs> right, and uh, do you know what the complaints were about? The complaints were that people had to wait so long before it was released. Yeah, now we do understand this. We know a lot of folk were like really anxious, going, Rab, come on, I missed the live show and I really want to see what happened. Well, yeah, we did wait a full month uh, until we released it. However, we did tell you that it was going to be released early if you wanted to go and support us on Patreon. that's all I'm going to say. So shout out to our Patreon faithful who did get early access to it. Uh, But, hey, that's one of those things. We we did eventually release it, you know, last week. So, come on, it's there. Uh, But, yeah, what a cracking episode that was, seriously. And I can't stress enough just what a huge honour it is to be a part of Piping Live. I know that sounds dead cheesy, but honestly, it's the truth. Uh, To actually... Be able to say that the Big Rab Show is a part of that festival is just incredible. It's one of those moments where you sort of pinch yourself and go, my word, I'm actually here and I'm part of this. You know, it's, I don't know, it's so strange and so incredible for us to be a part of that show. Now, I know I'm using that incredible word a lot this last while. I got criticism for that too. But I joked about it on the On The Ground Report days. Uh, but um, yeah, to be a part of Piping Live it was an absolute honour to be there and to be in front of that huge audience at that piping festival. 
And to have, to have the crack with the audience, it was great. I don't know, it's such a great show. And to all of our amazing acts as well, wow. I, don't, I can't thank them enough for taking to the stage and what would have been quite a stressful situation and quite a, quite a huge crowd. Uh, so, yeah, I think all of them played absolute blinders. Such a great performance by all of them. Uh, and also, thanks to everyone who managed to give me tons of stick as well. Uh, yes, because I made my piping debut yeah. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, you should go back and check the video, but I'm sure it's been everywhere by now at this point. But yeah, I managed to make my piping debut uh, with Tully Lag and Pipe Band, who were very generous in having me join them uh, for a set at Piping Live, which was just so nerve-wracking, I have to say. I was never so nervous in all my days. Uh, there were so many things that could go wrong, and I was very conscious of that fact. And as soon as I hit that open knee, and thankfully everything was working, I breathed a huge sigh of relief. It was, oh, I hit the E. Oh, right, thank goodness. First bar, second bar, third bar. And then you start counting down through your set. And now there was a moment when I was playing, and I looked up, and I decided, right, I'm not going to be that guy who's piping and staring at his shoes. So I decided to pipe, and then, yeah stare straight ahead of me and look into the crowd and that was the worst thing i could have done because the second i did i made eye contact with a few people in the crowd and i completely lost my train of thought and back to my shoes so if you did see the video of me making my piping debut uh, yeah you can have a look at me piping and staring at my shoes Oh, but I, there was a very good reason for it. I don't think I'm experienced enough by any means to be piping on a stage, number one. Uh, to Another one, to be piping with Tully Lagging for another one. Oh, my God, they were amazing. Uh, but also to be piping in front of such a huge crowd like that. Oh, really scary stuff. But thankfully, managed to get through it. And again, a huge shout out to Tully Lagging for having me. Thank you to the PM, of course, to everyone involved there at the Mighty Lagan for putting up with me, I guess, and having me on that stage with them. That was just, what a moment. Brilliant. There you go. So, Big Rap Show Live, if you haven't actually watched it or listened to it yet, please do. It's all across our socials and our YouTube channel, all that stuff. You can go back and have a watch at it. It's definitely worth your time. Yeah. So, we did delay the release of it, yes, but we got there eventually, didn't we? All right. Yep. Okay, well, you guessed at this point in the proceedings of the podcast, we're now well and truly underway by way of introduction. I think we're we're going to spend most of this week's pod catching up, and then next week, uh, yeah, we'll get into all of the drama. But for now, we'll just play catch up then, shall we? Yeah. Okay, well, you guessed it at this point in the week then, yeah, it's time for Word of the Week. <laughs> Word of the Week here on the Big Rapture Podcast. Basics. Yes, this week's Word of the Week is basics, and for good reason. Yeah, at this point in the calendar, a lot of pipers and drummers all around the globe will be heading into their winter season, and myself included. Uh, I've sort of been delving back through my own playing archive and, you know, picking up the sticks and having a wee rattle and also lifting the chanter too. Uh, but I'm very aware that a lot of bands will be doing the same thing with learning new sets and everything. But this is a moment in time where considering the basics 
could pay dividends. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because myself and my own personal drumming, uh, I haven't actually lifted the sticks for quite a number of months now at this stage. And I have I found that, um, you know, thumping out the hornpipes and jigs just weren't as easy, uh, you know, as just lifting the sticks and having a go. Yeah, I found that I actually had to wind it all the way back and start playing mummy daddies and singles and random cues and you know all that i had to go through all my old rudiments again to get the hands moving and it's no bad thing you know when you consider the basics of your instrument the building blocks of what we're doing this is exactly the right time of year to do that so if you haven't yet maybe take some time you know to work through your G Dublins or E Dublins, you know what I mean? Just work through some standard stuff that you've maybe neglected for yonks. You've never had to work on your grips for the longest time. But maybe now's the time to go back and break it all down into slow motion and consider this week's word of the week the basics. Yeah. Because before you know it, you'll be thumping those basics into a huge tune and learning new sets and everything. And you'll be glad that you spent the time considering the basics. Trust me. Especially, well, I've definitely been noticing there's dividends aplenty after spending a full week working on all sorts of rudiments drumming-wise. Yeah, can't tell you just how long I've spent on seven-stroke rolls and all that. Anyway, anyway, anyway. (laughs) Don't even get me started on accents. Uh, right, so either way, let's move on. Uh, but that's it for this week's Word of the Week. Basics. Time to get back to them, I think. Yeah. All right, so normally at this point in the show, we would fly into Weekly Drone. But as I've explained, we're not going to be doing Weekly Drone for a week or two because we are sort of banking all of them and we will be concentrating a full show to Weekly Drones, answering all of your questions and queries. And I've no doubt about the future topics that we're about to talk about. Of course, the ongoing elephant in the room and all of that stuff that, yeah, we will have some more Weekly Drones to get through. So if you do want to submit your own, you can go to our website, thebigrabshow.com. There's a big button right at the top of the page click on it submit your weekly drones completely anonymous and we'll talk about it on the pod once we start talking about weekly drones there you go so let's put jd to work let's get him recording some weekly drones for you <laughs> there you go bigrabshow.com big button right at the top of the page that's where you go all right okay well seeing how we don't have any weekly drone then we'll just fly into it then shall we yeah i think it's time for what's the crack Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration. Proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big rab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab. 
for a 30-day free trial. What's the crack this week? Rob, what's the crack this week? Hi Rob, what's the crack this week? 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 Hey Rob, what's the crack this week? Right, well, what just is the crack? Uh, Because it's very difficult to know where to start, exactly. Because it's been quite a while since we've been doing What's the Crack, so let's just get through some of the more recent news then, shall we? And we'll get all caught up. Well, obviously, post-World Championships, we are now in the process of experiencing a lot of regrading decisions by the music board. And we'll get into all of that. The moving up, moving down... And stay in the same. There's a lot to talk about. Plus, we also have the World Solo Drumming Championships. The draw for that has taken place. So that's all sorts of exciting. Plus, we have the 50th Glenfiddich just around the corner. Yeah, tons of great action to happen there. But yeah, we're lo- looking forward to all of that. Of course, this weekend, of course, we have, yeah, the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year competition. And that's this weekend in Nelson and New Zealand. We'll talk more about that as well. The Scots Trad Music Awards have opened their doors for nominations, and that's very exciting for all sorts of people, ourselves included, in the trad and folk scene, and we'll talk more about that. There are tons, and I mean tons, of pipe bands out there furiously in recruitment mode right now. This is definitely the transfer season, as it's affectionately known, and there's so many bands recruiting, and we'll talk about some of those. So that's just some of the headlines, but honestly, there's so much to get into. So, yeah, let's not delay any further. Let's get into all the news and updates then, shall we? McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan instrument maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. Proud supplier of bagpipes, small pipes and chanters to Ali the Piper. One-of-a-kind instruments, crafted from the finest materials, using traditional skills for more than 30 years. Attention to detail and dedication to the highest standards of quality guarantee you a bagpipe which is more than just a musical instrument, but also a work of art. Custom made for you in a variety of wood with the widest range of profiles in the industry. Repair, restoration, replacement, refurbishment services also available. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Okay, right, that's us back again. Let's get into our first news story, of course. I'm sure you've all seen it by now, uh, but we haven't had a chance to unpack it yet on the pod. So let's talk about it, of course. Talking about the Music Board had their recent meeting then, obviously, after the Worlds. The 26th of September, they managed to gather together at a big meeting. And yeah, we're all talking all about the gradings of each band. Obviously, having success at the World Championships and all of that does get counted here and we have seen a number of bands being upgraded and some down yeah so let's talk about the upgrades first of all from novice juvenile b to novice a we have renfrewshire schools yeah along with Loch Gelly High School, Oban High School, Erskine Stewart Melville and St John's College Zimbabwe now apparently St John's College moved by request from novice b to novice a so there you go there you go that's kind of unusual we don't normally see it being done by request like that but hey 
fantastic. So, yeah, I think all of those bands have had a stellar season. So, yeah, I think we all kind of seen those coming. So, well done, everyone. On to Novice A, then, into Juvenile, we have St. Columbus School, Kilcoman. Yeah, we've seen that coming as well. West Lothian School as well. We had Dollar Academy, 990. Uh, so this is the dollar with the numbers after them. Yeah, uh, so there's various different versions of Dollar Academy now with different numbers. Uh, so the 990 band specifically has been upgraded to Juvenile. There you go. I have to give a shout out to George Watsons as well. They've had their 369 band upgraded to Juvenile. And then, of course, Scots College from Australia. Yeah, deservedly upgraded to the Juvenile grade there. Rightly so. Right, let's get to talking a bit more about 4B and other grades. That was your novice and juvenile grades. 4B to 4A, then we have the Scott School, Albury. Yes, of course, we've seen that coming as well. Uh, as well as the Royal Army of Oman. Yeah, after their performance at the Worlds, honestly, that that was really stellar. So well done. Um, didn't actually see it live on the day, uh, unfortunately, but managed to catch up with recordings and stuff. So I was really impressed, actually. So shout out to those guys. Also to Venlo uh, Caledonian from the Netherlands. They've seen an upgrade now from 4B to 4A, along with Northern Ireland uh, band Upper Cross Gar making the jump from 4B up to 4A. There you are. Not a bad run of things there. So well done, everyone. Also, now this is what some would argue is quite a big jump here from grade 4A to 3B. Yeah, we've seen Burnt Island and District are making the jump. Uh, so, yes, deservedly so. Along with Clough Finn, Surla and District, Uddingston, Strathclyde and Kilbarkin. So all those bands all ticking that jump up now from 4A to 3B. And deservedly so. I think all of those names we've been reading out quite frequently all year. Uh, so it doesn't just go on your performance at the Worlds, I have to say. It does go on a season-long kind of thing. And all these bands have had a stellar season, you know? So I have to give a shout-out to all of you guys in there. That's made that jump now from 4A to 3B. Yeah, that is arguably a difficult jump. Uh, so, yeah, good luck to everyone there. The work starts now, as they say. All right. So, let's see. Uh, grade 3B to 3A. Then we have, of course, Halliburry. Yeah, from Australia, making that jump up to 3A, of course. We also have Kolobaki as well, uh, from Northern Ireland. They're making the jump too. We have Ross and Carmarty, Pipes and Drums, along with Macanta. Yeah, so a lot of familiar names there who've had a real stellar season in 3B. So, yeah, it's good to see them getting the push-up now to 3A. Yeah, good luck, folks. All right, uh, so let's get a look here. Making the jump. Now, this is a, possibly a big jump. Uh, so, <laughs> some would argue. Uh, so, yeah, we're talking 3A to grade 2. So, we're going from 3A into the ridiculous grade right now. So, yeah, seeing the jump, of course, is Tully Lagan. Tully Lagan, after such a strong season, and of course, lifting the big in then in Glasgow, it was undeniable that the band, I think, were going to see a push into grade two. So I think by all reports and looking at the band's reaction on social media, they seem quite happy with that. So, yeah, fair play. Well done to everyone at Tully Lagan. I have to do that. I'm contractually obliged, apparently. Um, so, yeah, well done, guys. I'm being newly upgraded to Grade 2. Good luck. Uh, also seeing a push to Grade 2 is Robert Malcolm. Robert Malcolm Memorial, of course, from Canada. Seeing the push now from Grade 3A to Grade 2. Now, I do remember Robert Malcolm duking it out in Grade 2. And, uh, yeah, they were forced to be reckoned with. But I know there was a decision made by the Robert Malcolm then to take a step down to 3A. And I think that was done on request. So, obviously, the band has had quite a stellar year, and now they've been upgraded again into Grade 2. So, yeah, wish you well there, folks, at the Robert Malcolm. 
have a good run. Uh, also seeing the push to grade two, of course, is Colburn IOR. Another band has had a stellar season in that grade in 3A and have always been nipping on the heels of Tully Lagan any time they've been competing against them. So, yeah, what a, an incredible year Colburn have had. So, well done to everyone there. Definitely deserve it. Upgrade to grade two. And I'll be looking forward to listening to all three of those bands in the ridiculous grade. Um, that will not be easy. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck, good luck. Uh, now, we're not seeing any upgrades now from Grade 2 into Grade 1 this year. There's no bands getting that push. Uh, but, you know, th- this is still early doors. This is just the initial meeting. There will be more as the year progresses. So I guess, you know, if that does happen, we'll report it, of course, here on the Big Rab Show. But let's talk about some downgrades then, shall we? Yeah, from Grade 2, taking the step down to Grade 3A, we have the City of Discovery. Now, this is by request. Now, the City of Discovery pipe band managed to have a listen to them this year. Honestly, I was impressed. I thought they had a great tone. But, uh, you know, understandable seeing this uh, you know, request possibly taking the step down to, you know, gain some traction, a rebuild possibly. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. Is it a correct decision? Don't know. But obviously the band itself... Yeah, make this decision for the right reason. So there you go. By request, City of Discovery taking a downgrade then to 3A. We also have the Oban Pipe Band taking a step down uh, from Grade 2 to 3A, uh, along with St. Mary's, Derry Trasna. Yeah, now, I have to say, Grade 2, honestly, is such a ridiculous grade. I've been saying it all the way through the season. It just seems to get worse and worse and worse about how competitive it is in there and it's so difficult to compete in grade two the standard is stupidly high uh, so yeah to see these bands take that step back into 3a could be for a multitude of different reasons who knows uh, but as we've seen here uh, the city of discovery have done it by request but open and st mary's there's been a music board decision to downgrade them so there you go uh, speaking of uh, further downgrades then, uh, taking the step back from 3A to 3B, we have Turrifin District. Yeah, taking that step down there. We also have Wallastone and District, um, taking a move back then to 3B, along with Drumlock Pipe Band. Yeah, there you go. So the music board have seen fit to yeah regrade them into 3B. There you go. So, you know, it's not a negative thing. See, whenever you see downgrades happening, a lot of people go... Ooh, that's bad. But no, it's not. If anything, this is helpful. This honestly is an opportunity for these bands now to kind of take that step back and rebuild themselves. You know, possibly complete in a lower grade, get the the grass under their brogues, as they say, and then hit the ground running. You know, and that's happened quite a number of bands. You know, when the music board do this and they make decisions for downgrades, it can be to the benefit of the pipe band. So, yeah, we'll be, we'll be watching this with interest, I'm sure, next season. Taking another step down then, for another couple of bands then, from grade 3B to 4A, we have Tweedvale, along with the Mid-Argyle Pipe Band. Yeah, both bands, yeah, decidedly being downgraded there by the music board. There you go. Alright, so there's quite a number of bands actually uh, for 4A moving down to 4B. Now, this was quite surprising for some of these names here. A number of bands that I've been reading out this season I've thought I've had a quite strong year, but the music board have seen fit to move these guys down. I'm talking about Kilsyth Thistle. Uh, yeah, music board are deciding to move them down. Along with Penuicken District and the RAF Central Scotland. Now, the RAF Central Scotland, I was really impressed with them, actually. Yeah. 
So that was a surprise to me. Uh, also, the Loch Ryan pipe bands, along with Cottown, uh, the Northern Constabulary Community, there you go, and the RAF Lozzymouth. Yeah, so uh, both those RAF bands, actually, I'd, I'd heard them this year, and I honestly was impressed. So, yeah, there you go. Music board making the decision to, yeah, to make them have a step back, I guess, into grade 4B. There you are. So, folks... If you do want to go and read all of this at your leisure, you can. I know I've essentially read you a hashtag list, uh, but you can. Go and have a look at this now. It's up on the RSPBA website. You can look at it at your leisure, and you can see which ones have been done by request, but also the rest of them that have been a decision by the music board. Now, bands do have an opportunity to appeal this, all right? If they're not happy with the grading decision, they can appeal. Now, we haven't heard any word of any appeals at this point. There may well be so, though, and we won't hear about those until the music board meet again and have a chance to consider any appeals. So if there are any appeals and any decisions as such, we will be notified in due course. There you are. So, as the music board meets again, we'll definitely let you folks know of any updates, any moving and shaking, bands going up and down and up and down, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we'll let you folks know here on the pod. But, at this point in the season, this is now October, bands are already starting to choose their medley selections and their, you know, MSRs. They're starting to w- work through material for next year. And if you don't know what grade you're sitting in by this point, that's worrying uh yeah (laughs) so the longer you leave it and all the rest the more difficult it will be i guess to prepare material depending on the grade level i guess so yeah good luck to everyone who has seen an upgrade some jumps bigger than others i would argue uh but all of them challenging nonetheless and for those of you who are taking a step back down a grade then this is not a negative it's absolutely a positive step and can be a real boost to your band. This is a golden opportunity to rebuild and rehone those skills, and who knows where you will be in a few years' time, you know? So, yeah, there you go. That's it. Big news story. Regradings are plenty. There's plenty of them. You can go and read them now up on the RSPBA website. All right. Let's get on to another news story. Now, I know we're launching the Big Rab Show Awards on this week's episode. All right? I do understand it. I know it's confusing, but bear with me. All right? The Scots Trad Music Awards have launched their online nominations. All right? Now, this is essentially the Oscars of the trad and folk scene. All right? So, I don't know. If you want to liken it to the Oscars or maybe the Grammys or... Some other like big awards ceremony. This is this is it for the Scots trad and folk music scene, you know. And last year, I have to say, we were so grateful to be nominated uh, last year. We actually attended the event. We presented a full podcast from it as well, so you can go back and listen to that. What an incredible experience it was to be there in Dundee for the Scots Trad Music Awards. Can't stress enough just how much of a pinch me moment that was. You know, like oh my god, we're here. Uh, so. Hey, lightning can strike, you know? So we're going to plant this little acorn with you and then leave it with you. The Scott Strad Music Awards, their nominations are now open. And if you do go to point six on their page, which talks about trad music in the media, we would appreciate it if you did drop us a wee nomination. Yeah. If you've ever liked anything we've done here on the Big Rab Show over the last 350 plus episodes now at this point, um, then, uh, yeah, you know, 
do consider dropping us a nomination because yeah, we would be very grateful. Yeah, because this is honestly you know, the best way for you to recognize some of your trad and folk musicians, along with some events, uh, promoters, you know, digital designers and stuff. There's so many different things here, uh, along with the Scottish Pipe Band of the Year. That one's quite interesting. Uh, so, yeah, we've seen future nominations. Well, we've seen previous nominations, of course, for like, you know, Inverarian District, Field Marshal, I think uh, Blairian District were there. Klaus Kelt were there at one time as well. Plenty of other pipe bands all across the pipe and scene. Um, so, yeah, just names don't come to mind right now, so apologies. Uh, but, yeah, oh, the Isle of Isle guys were there last year as well. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, so many different pipe bands have received nominations for this, and it's just fantastic to be nominated. Uh, but if you do manage to get nominated and go through to the vote and actually win the thing, then it's brilliant, isn't it? So there you go. Yeah, I know the Big Rab Show Awards are a bit of fun, and we want you guys to engage with that as much as possible. And it is. It's a way of recognizing all the piping folk within a... A, you know, a piping podcast, I guess, to recognize efforts throughout the year. And that's exactly what the Trad Awards are as well for folks involved in the trad and folk scene. So we've shared out the links aplenty all across our socials. Uh, you can go up to Hands Up for Trad and everything and follow the links uh, for the Scots Trad Music Awards 2023. Uh, nominations are open now and you can go and fill out the form on their website. And as I say, it's question number six uh, for us. And that would be Trad Music in the Media. Yeah, just drop it in there. The Big Rab Show, they're in the media, and they talk about trad music and stuff, and piping and drumming all the time. So there you go. Drop us a wee nomination, if you can. Uh, I'm sure we're going to include that in our show notes as well. Uh, But yeah, it's all across our socials, is that? So we've been encouraging folk to drop nominations where they can. So if you have five minutes, go ahead, drop the Big Rab Show a nomination for the Scots Trad Awards, and we we would be very grateful. Yes, there you go. All right, moving on. Let's talk about the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year competition. Yes, it's this weekend. And I have to say, we are absolutely stoked to be a part of this great competition again. Ourselves here in the Big Rab Show, of course, we will be live streaming every element from this brilliant competition. And uh, I don't know, man, I, I am a huge fan of it. And we've been live streaming it now for the last two, three years now, possibly. Some of the performances that we get from these young people in New Zealand... Honestly, I know we've said it before, but they will melt your face. All right? It's just ridiculous. (laughs) The quality of piping on display from these youngsters is just incredible. And, yeah, we would urge you this weekend, if you're, you know, looking for some piping action, then why not tune in to The Big Rab Show on our socials, on our YouTube channel, our Facebook page, Twitter as well, all of that kind of stuff. We're, yeah, we're live streaming it everywhere so we're starting uh well here on friday night i guess which will be saturday morning there in new zealand uh with the peabrook competition there are two sessions of peabrook for you to tune into so starting at 8 30 uh uk time on the friday all right so starting at half eight at night uh we start off with the peabrook competition then we take a little break then we're back again for the peabrook competition number two then we take another little break then we're back for the light music competition and then, I think after that, we have something that's brand new. Uh, we have a medley competition. There's basically a free-for-all where pipers can just, you know, jump up on stage and play some blistering tunes in the hope to win a prize. So that sounds like fun. And then, obviously, we have the prize giving, the speeches, the photos, all that kind of stuff. But we are going to cover all of it on the Big Rab Show. All right? So if you are wanting to catch any of the action at all from the Young Piper of the Year down in New Zealand, then, yeah, you know where to go. 
So be sure to check it out on all of our socials, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, all that stuff. We're all across it. So there you go. I have to give a huge thank you to the organisers of the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year competition. No doubt we'll talk about it more on next week's episode as we unpack it, the results and everything. But seriously, if last year's competition is anything to go by, I can't wait for this year's. It's just going to be stellar. Now, we've been testing things and working on it in the background. And we've seen what the venue's like. And, mm, right, you're in for a treat. Anyway. Just wanted to let you know that's this weekend. I know I plugged it enough, but there you go. Just wanted to let you know that's around the corner. That's this weekend. The New Zealand Young Piper of the Year 2023. Good luck to all of our competitors, by the way. Yeah, that's a real stiff competition. It's not going to be easy, but I can't wait for some blistering tunes, man. Good luck. Good luck. Okay, let's talk about, well, possibly one of the biggest competitions for solo drummers is happening on the 21st of October, just around the corner. And as I've said, the draw for this is now available online. So not only for snare drummers and everything, but there's also the world solo tenor drumming. That's happening on the same day. You can go and check out the draw for it as well. Now, looking at the snare drumming here, there's quite a number of entrants. Uh, There's two semifinals in total. Uh, you know, for the senior section, and 30 drummers have already been pre-qualified for this. So, yeah, to whittle it down from 30 people to a final of 12, that's not going to be a small task by any means. Uh, But, yeah, congratulations to all of those 30 who are pre-qualified. Well done. Uh, But, yeah, to get through to that final 12 will be an incredibly difficult task. So, good luck to everyone competing at the World Solos. We will be keeping a track of it, of course. Now, we haven't had any details yet about any possible live stream. Uh, We know that the RSPBA have done this before in the past, uh, but hopefully there will be some sort of video content from this because some of the performances we can get from the World Solos are just absolutely blistering. So, yeah... Good luck to all 30 of you there in that senior snare section. That's going to be incredibly difficult. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, best of luck in the world to all of you. Uh, But, yeah, to get through to that final 12, I don't know. uh, That's worth its weight in gold right there. You've already managed to achieve top 12 in the world, in my opinion. So, yeah, we'll be keeping across that, of course. If we do hear any more details about video content from the World Solos, whether it's live or otherwise, we'll certainly be letting you folks know. But, um, yeah, my advice would be to be subscribed to them on their YouTube channel. If you haven't yet, then please do that. Go along and check it out. RSPBA on YouTube um, that does exist, and you can you can go back and watch previous videos from previous World Solos. Uh, but, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen here. Uh, from the World Solos, they may well be filming for upload rather than live. But that hasn't been confirmed yet. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But yeah, to every drummer, and of course to all of the unsung heroes of the world solos, all those pipers who are playing for all those drummers. Um, And in some occasions, some pipers will play more than once. Uh, In fact, I know some pipers that are heading to the world solos and are playing for like four or five different drummers. So yeah, five runs uh, with five different sets of tunes. That's a lot of pressure. So good luck to everyone there that's entered for those solos. Yeah, I think... uh, Hmm, that's going to be a difficult task getting through that final 12. Never mind coming out on top. Yeah, good luck everyone there. So that's 21st of October. The world's solos will be in Glasgow. Yeah, looking forward to that. So, as I mentioned in What's the Crack, I did tell you that there are tons of bands out there who are in recruitment mode right now. There's so many pipe bands that are looking for new members 
It's kind of ridiculous. And we've had a ton of messages through to BigRabShow at gmail.com uh, with so many bands who are recruiting at the moment. So a lot of you wanted to get a shout-out on the pod this week. Uh, I'm going to do my best to mention a few of you, but not all of you, uh, because there just is so many. All right, so... If you do want to catch up with all of these bands that are recruiting at the moment, then my advice is to take advantage of the Big Rab Show matchmaking service. It's back again. Yeah, if you're a piper, drummer, tenor drummer, drum major, bass drummer, whatever. Uh, If you're interested in taking part and playing an instrument at all in a pipe band, then get in contact with us. That's my best advice uh, because we have a bit of a spreadsheet and stuff. We're getting very nerdy with it. Uh, But yeah, we do pride ourselves in matching people up with pipe bands that are local to you or maybe further afield. Um, So yeah, if you are curious at all and want to lift the sticks, that chanter, then we will put you in the contact Put you in contact with a pipe band that would be definitely interested to speak with you. There you are. So now has never been a better time to possibly lift that instrument again, you know, and have a go. And who knows, you'll be back in the circle again. Yeah, thumping out some big tunes. Or even for you beginners out there, might be hitting the circle for the first time. Yeah. All right, now I have to give a shout-out to some of these bands, of course. St. Joseph's Clondalkin Pipe Bands, they are in recruitment mode. They're looking for everyone willing to tick up the challenge with them. I have to give a shout-out to Tully Lagan Pipe Band as well. Of course, being newly upgraded to Grade 2, they are looking for new membership as well. I think Battle Hill as well are also in recruitment mode, so they're keen to have new members join their ranks. Uh, also, the Queen Elizabeth Pipe Band from Castle Dawson. Um, we've mentioned them a few times now on the show about how they're basically starting to rebuild themselves and hopefully get back out again next season. So that's an exciting new venture. So, again, plenty of teaching happening at all of these pipe bands, you know, uh, from absolute bare-bone beginner level all the way through to advanced. Uh, so, yeah, quite exciting. There's a lot of great opportunities. Also, the Schomburg Pipe Band, which is a brand-new band uh, down in the Kilkeel area here in Northern Ireland. That's an, another new venture. We'll hear more about that. But, again, they're keen to have anybody walk through their doors. Indeed. Uh, so, I don't know. There's so many pipe bands here. I have to give a shout to Uddingston Strathclyde's Pipe Band, of course, who are furious in rec- recruitment modes and very keen to hear from anyone wanting to play with them. And also, we got a... Well, speaking of Uddingston, actually, we did mention them there as we were talking about upgrades and stuff, about how they're making the jump to Grade 3B. Uh, well, also, they put out an announcement saying that... Uh, they're Well, obviously, they have the Grade 3B band, but they're now going to be establishing a Grade 4B band as well. Yeah, so shout out to Uddingston, which is fantastic. So, yeah, if you are curious at all at lifting an instrument, there's tons of bands out there. And there's Uddingston has now got two bands from you for you to pick from. <laughs> so, yeah, I have to say there has never been a better time. Uh, if you do want to play an instrument at all in a pipe band, especially here in the UK, there's so many bands furiously recruiting at the moment at all grade levels. As, as you just heard, there's Tully Lagan in grade 2, you had Uddingston there in 4B, uh, you know, from all through the grades. That's just a couple of examples just pop into my head there. But there's so many bands out there that are recruiting that no doubt I haven't given a shout this week and that will make a lot of people very angry. Oh, Rob, what are you doing? I told you my band was recruiting as well. Yes, well, we know. We know that all your bands out there are recruiting. And uh, yes, 
the best advice for you is to get in touch with us here on the Big Rab Show. Okay, our matchmaking service is definitely underway. We are in the process, actually, with a couple of people uh, to try and get them hooked up with bands uh, here in Northern Ireland specifically. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not going to give names or anything, uh, but there are players out there looking for bands and vice versa. There's bands looking for players. So if you do want to use our matchmaking service, please go ahead, bigrabshow at gmail.com, and we'll do our best to get you matched up with a band in the appropriate grade, in the appropriate geographical location, and uh, hopefully we'll see more people on the grass. That's what it's all about. There you go. So I know that's a bit wishy-washy. We didn't give all the bands a bit of a shout-out, but honestly, there's too many of them. There's too many bands to mention. There's are so many bands furiously recruiting uh, yeah, but just take way too long for me to read this hashtag list for you. Sorry. Uh, right, let's move on. Another news story then. I have to give a mention to Kilmarnock Pipe Band. Now, they put a little bit of a social media post together uh, just yesterday as I'm recording this. And I have myself, I've seen a lot of the online speculation. There was a lot of rumors and stuff floating around about Kilmarnock Pipe Band saying that the band was off the road and that they were disbanding. And there was all sorts of real negative stuff saying, oh, the band won't be out next year. Well, I'm so glad to report that Kilmarnock Pipe Band actually put a post up on their band's social media to say uh, there's a lot of speculation online and the band are not disbanding. Yeah, what are you all at? These are all full of nonsense. Basically saying that they're continuing to be the band that they are, focusing on teaching and developing players, and they thoroughly intend that the Kilmarnock Pipe Band will be out in competition next season. So they laid waste to all the rumours. Yeah, now... The reason why we're giving these guys a particular shout is because Kilmarnock Pipe Band decided to address the rumours. We know there's tons of other bands out there. Again, up to the tons of bands. Uh, but there's a lot of bands out there who are the subject of rumour. And there's a lot of rumours floating around at the moment about a wealth of bands. Now, I'm not going to name them here at this point, but I'm sure you've seen the chatter online. There's a lot of speculation happening at the moment, especially on Facebook and Twitter, where there's a lot of tweets and messages flying around. Oh, I heard this band's off the rope. Oh, I heard there was a falling out here and these guys aren't talking anymore. Oh, they won't be out next year. Oh, I wonder where they're going to end up. Uh-huh, what do you see? So, you know how it goes. The rumor machine is in full flow right now. Uh, you know, as if we haven't got enough to worry about... <laughs> We now have to worry about dealing with the rumour machine. It seems to be no matter what grade you're in, uh, your band could be definitely affected by this. Now, whenever we just talked about recruitment there, whenever you hear rumours like this, that your band will be disbanded and won't be on the grass, then that kind of flies in the face of you recruiting. And that does make people second guess, well, should I really go to that band if they're if they're not going to get out? Uh, so I would urge you, if anyone that is out there and, you know, delving into the this rumor machine or possibly help to fuel it then please don't you know <laughs> i i don't know uh, we always like to report news we don't ever like to report rumor we've got plenty of rumors uh flying around that we have been reported to as been fact oh rab we need to hear this oh this boy fell out with that boy at the beer tent of the world and now they're not talking and they handed their uniform back and they won't be back. But then I heard they went and joined somebody else. <gasps> oh, and now I wonder what's going to happen next year, boy. All that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? There's tons of it. There's so much of it. 
I don't know why I keep using the word tons on this week's show. But honestly, there's so much rumour, <laughs> conjecture, and there's so many bands involved as well. This has been quite unusual this year. Normally you hear one or two stories about one or two bands, and, you know, that's about it. But this year there's been so many, all across the grades, from 4B up to 1. All sorts of stories of intrigue, drama, fallings out. Uh, there's even been some love triangles involved in some of the stories I've heard. There's been oh massive, massive fallings out and rows and punches thrown in some cases. And somebody had their hair pulled in one of them. Uh, I don't know what is going on. Who's inventing these stories? They're entertaining, but I think that's all there is to it. It's very entertaining. Not much substance to it. And whenever you actually dig through the rumours and you find the truth, well, there's no story there to begin with. Very interesting. So I would like to, again, shout out to Kilmarnock for addressing the rumours about their own band and telling everyone, that's a load of nonsense. That's perfect. Thank you. I wish there was more bands out there that could do this. Uh, If they did hear rumours about their own band... Go ahead, dispel the rumours and just put it out on social media or whatever and say, hey, look, we've heard all these nonsense stories and that's exactly what they are. Total nonsense. <laughs> so fair play to Kilmarnock. Good on you. Uh, so, yeah, if any other band out there wants to be brave enough, go ahead. You know, communication is key. And, yeah, if you want to communicate to your fans and say, hey, come on, see all these stories you've been hearing, all nonsense. We'll see you next, cir- next, next season in the circle. That's how it works. There you go. All right. So if you are involved in the rumors or fueling them and all the rest, maybe take a step back, ease off a little bit, try and help the scene rather than hurt it uh, by spreading all these kind of malicious and crazy stories. There you go. You know who you are. You know who you are. All right. Let's move on, shall we? I have to give a huge shout out to the National Piping Centre. Yeah, they have been furiously busy ever since the world's closed its doors. You might think that the NPC would be, you know, slowing down for a little bit, but oh no. Nope, not at all. They have been ramping up, if anything else. Their content that they've been doing online, especially on their YouTube channel, I don't know, man, it's been absolutely fantastic. And, well, I have to give a shout-out to Dr. Andrew Bova, who now has his own standalone series on the National Piping Centre. Remember the history section that Andrew used to do on the piping show when we were talking about it, you know, their YouTube show, where Andrew used to come on and he used to delve real into the detail of some of the historical artefacts that they have there at the National Piping Centre. Well, now he has his own standalone show where they dedicate a full episode to just that. And I have to say, it's a stroke of genius. It's so, so good. Uh, Just as the point of recording this, actually, I see that the first episode of that has just been uploaded to YouTube. So go now, go and watch Andrew Bova and his history section at the National Patent Centre. Absolutely fascinating. Like, I can't wait. It's one of those weird things. As soon as I see Andrew with the white gloves on, (laughs) I'm like, oh, he's going to be looking at something cool. And then, yeah, I definitely want to watch that video. So... Yeah, shout out to the National Piping Centre. Oh, also I have to mention, of course, the National Piping Centre released the next episode, episode 42 of The Piping Show, featuring me. Yes, I'm on there, uh, where I managed to sit down with Dan in a very noisy National Piping Centre during Piping Live. Uh, so as you can imagine, there was a lot of background noise. Uh, but yeah, it's quite a good chat. I really enjoyed sitting down with Dan and just having a yarn. It was great. Uh, so, yeah, you can go back and watch that. It's on the National Piping Centre's YouTube channel, The Piping Show, episode 42, featuring me. Big rap. There you go. So you get you got to see me sweat, actually. Uh, this was me about... Well, I'm, I'm going to let you peek behind the curtain here. That episode was filmed about 20 minutes 
yeah, 20 minutes, half an hour before I was about to hit the stage at Piping Live. So I was really already quite nervous, and you could tell by watching that interview. I, um, I just didn't see myself, and watching back at it now, I kind of cringe at it going, God, I, I look green there. And, you know, I was so nervous. Anyway, uh, so go and check it out and laugh at your leisure and see a very nervous Rab uh, trying to have the crack down with Dan. There you go. <laughs> it was it was a good interview, so fair play to Dan Evans. It was fantastic, and I absolutely love being a part of it. There you go. I've been a fan of that show for the longest time, so to actually see my big bake up there, it's very weird. But there you go. Very cool at the same time. There you go. Shout out to the National Piping Centre who are churning out the good stuff recently. Yeah, fantastic. Oh, I forgot to mention as well. Yeah, I know I'd mentioned Uddingston, Strathclyde and the creation of their new uh, Grade 4B band. I have to give a shout to Kilbarkin as well. Yeah, they're, they're creating a brand new band as well. So, of course, you know, 3B, but also in 4B as well. Yeah, brand new Grade 4B, Kilbarkin, will be hitting the grass. So that's exciting. Uh, but they're also apparently forming a street band as well. Yes, who won't be graded, won't be involved in competition. However, will be a stepping stone into 4B. Yeah, which is a really interesting venture. You know, I do know a number of bands that have done that in the past, and it worked incredibly well. You know, you put a street band together that does parades and little functions and things. And, you know, those, those players gain experience, you know, playing in front of big crowds and everything. But then, yeah, whenever they're ready to make that step into the competitive world, then they already have a body of experience there. So, yeah, shout out to Kilbarkin. This is a real exciting development there. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just exciting times. Seeing a lot of these bands now creating more bands within their own system. So, yeah, Kilbarkin in 3B with a new band then in 4B. Yeah, great stuff. As well as a street band, too. So, yeah, shout out to Kilbarkin and to Uddingston Strathclyde. Exciting stuff. Yeah. All right. I have to give a bit of a shameless plug to Winter Storm. Winter Storm! Yep, Winter Storm. It, you know, it's crazy to think that it's just around the corner. You know, believe it or not, January isn't January isn't that long from now. Uh, so yeah, Winterstorm. The registrations are now open. All right. So if you are wanting to compete at Winterstorm, go along to the website right now. You guys know where it is. It's the Midwest Highland Arts Fund. Go check their website for the twenty first Winterstorm. And yeah, the, you, all of your registration details are there for all of the competitions as well as if you're wanting to attend any of the workshops, the concert, of course. Winter Steam as well, you know, the big after party, all that kind of stuff. Full details are all up there now on their website, along with all your requirements, your playing requirements, all of that stuff. So if you are wanting to compete at Winter Storm, registrations are now open. And uh, yeah, good luck to you all. Indeed, go and check that out. It's all up now on the website. I'm not going to sit there and read it all verbatim, uh, but just to let you know, there's that. Plus your deadlines, playing requirements. All that good stuff, it's up there now on their website. And I dare say this year's, or next year's winter storm, yeah. Next year's winter storm will be an absolute cracker. I'm really looking forward to it, yeah. So I know in What's the Crack, I briefly mentioned the Glenfiddich. Yep, Glenfiddich Championships, not too long from now, actually, just at the end of the month, 28th of October. And this one's going to be shaping up to be quite a special one, because it's the 50th anniversary yeah, this is the 50th Glenfiddich Championship. So it's going to be quite a special one because we heard, well, on the grapevine again, reporting rumours, but apparently there will be like little celebratory things that, that will be done to mark the event. Yeah, so that's all we've heard so far. But yeah, as we hear more details, possibly we'll let you know. But yeah, we've been told that this one will be quite a special one for a number of reasons. It's the 50th and there are... 
a number of little special things planned to help celebrate it. Uh, so, yeah, the tickets for this in person have now sold out. Uh, so if you were planning to attend Blair Castle, well, you're out of luck unless you have a ticket. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so you can buy online live stream tickets for it, though. I think they're 15 quid. Uh, so... And again, I think we have details that the live stream pass, you're able to watch it on the day and then you're able to wind it back, I think, for up to a week after the fact. Uh, so I think that's the case. Might be stuff that Rab got wrong. Uh, but yeah, this year's Glenfiddich Championship, for those of us who live internationally or perhaps are unable to travel to Blair Castle, that'll be the way that we'll be checking it out. So you can go along now, thepipingcenter.co.uk, and grab your tickets for that. So let's talk about the competitors, shall we? We'll have Inez Smith. Yes, we have Fred Morrison. Willie McCallum, Angus McCall, Jack Lee, Finlay Johnson, Alistair Henderson, Bruce Gandy, Alex Gandy, and of course, Callum Beaumont. Yes, all pre-qualified and invited along to compete at this year's Glenfiddich. Yeah. Now, this, I don't know how to describe the Glenfiddich to those folk who maybe don't know who it, what it is or who it is. Um, it's, I don't know, it, how do you describe it? It's kind of like the World Cup of solo piping. It's the one that everyone wants to win. It's such a prestigious competition. To get to Glenfiddich, you have to have already won a major and be invited to play at Glenfiddich. So, yeah, it's a very special competition, uh, very prestigious. And we, yeah, all of those competitors there, any one of them worth their salt, they can absolutely step in there and win it. You know, as we've seen in the past, there's a lot of previous champions in that list. Uh, So, yeah, quite a prestigious competition, and we're really looking forward to that. So, as I say, end of the month, 20th of October. Get that date in your diary, although we're getting into dates for your diary here in a second. But, yeah, 50th Glenfiddich, uh, I don't know. If you haven't got your online live stream tickets bought for that yet, I don't know what you're doing. Um, but, honestly, you have to watch the Glenfiddich every year, don't you? Even if you're a drummer. Like, some of the music that is played here, whew, I don't know, man. Blistering. You never knew a set of pipes could sound like this until you listened to the Glenfiddich and get a real appreciation for it, you know? Anyway, there you go. So that's up at the end of the month. 50th Glenfiddich. Definitely worthy of a mention here in the news and updates, I think. Yeah. So I have to give a shout out. Before uh, we get into this week's topic of the week and everything, I have to give a mention to Boghall. Yeah. People's Ford, Boghall and Bathgate. Did you guys manage to catch their latest episode? Episode 5 of Vlog Hall. Yeah, I think by now possibly everyone in the piping scene has seen it. Oh my god. <laughs> incredible. Absolutely incredible. I've been really a fan of the entire video series, Vlog Hall. Uh, all four episodes to date, up and then now including this finale one, which is episode five. Uh, so, yeah, if you haven't checked out any of them yet, then do yourself a favor. Go and watch them. Vlog Hall. Uh, yeah, episode five. It's, it's honestly, I don't know. The access that these guys got to the band and, I don't know, it's like seeing all the inner workings behind the scenes. Genius. Absolutely brilliant. So well put together. So definitely. Just wanted to give you a shout out there to People's Ford Bog Hall and the fifth episode of Vlog Hall. Very enjoyable. Very enjoyable stuff. Right. I think that's it for all the news and updates then as far as I can see fit at this point. But, uh, yeah, let's move on. Time for dates for your diary, I think. It's time for Dates for Your Diary, here on the Big Rap Show Podcast. Yes, indeed. Time for Date for Your Diary. Now, get your pen and paper ready, because we've got a lot to get through. You might think this is the winter, not much is happening... 
but au contraire, my friend, there is so much happening. All right, well, first of all, let's talk about well, what we've already mentioned, I suppose, is the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year competition happening this weekend, 7th of October. It starts at 9 a.m. New Zealand time, which means for us here in the UK, it actually starts on Friday night. Uh, so Friday night, 9 p.m.-ish, and then it rolls through all the way through to Saturday morning uh, before we eventually crown our champion. There you go. So ourselves, the Big Rab Show team, we're going to be live streaming every aspect of that, but that's a date for your diary right there. This weekend, the New Zealand Young Piper of the Year competition 2023. Looking forward to that. All right. Another date for your diary then is the 14th and 15th of October. Uh, the Seaside Highland Games are happening. This is going to be in Ventura. Uh, so this will be in their county fairgrounds, of course, in Ventura in California. So, yeah, good luck to everyone competing at that one. Yeah, 14th and 15th of October. Good stuff. Rolling on, of course, another big date that everyone is aware of is the World Solo Drumming Championships are taking place this year on the 21st of October in Glasgow Caledonian University. Yeah, as... <laughs> We've been building up to this all year, and we cannot wait for this. With so many people pre-qualified, we're getting a straight semi-final into the final. Uh, so there's no more qualifications. So some drummers, in some cases, in previous years, would have had to play three times on the day in the possibility of winning that title. But now they only have to play twice for some of them. Here you are. So just get that date for your diary. No doubt we'll talk more about this in the future. 21st of October, World Solo Drumming Championships. There you are. Also on the 21st, 22nd and 23rd of October is the Stone Mountain Highland Games. Yes, Stone Mountain is back again. Of course, at Stone Mountain Park there in Georgia. Yeah, what an iconic games. I'm so happy to have been there myself. And I have a very soft spot in my heart for this game. So, yes, good to see it back again. 21st to the 23rd of October, the Stone Mountain Highland Games. Looking forward to that. Also, later on in the month, the 28th of October, we have the Glenfiddich Championships. This is the 50th Glenfiddich. And we are expecting to see a lot of celebratory kind of things happening at this year's Glenfiddich. So, not only is it all these incredible world-class performances but we're expecting to see some extras as well in celebration of the 50th Glenfiddich so tickets for this are available online uh, for the live stream but if you want them to actually attend in person you can't it's sold out so you can go along to the National Piping Centre's website right now and purchase tickets for the online live stream for the Glenfiddich uh, but I think that's the only way you can see it unless you've already got a ticket to get to Blair Castle there you are so there you go, 50th Glenfiddich on the 28th of October. Rolling on then into November, we have the Charleston Scottish Games. They're taking place on the 4th of November. That will be in Riverfront Park in North Charleston there in South Carolina. So if you are in the area, that's another day for your diary there for the Charleston Scottish Games. Yeah. Also in November, we have the Livy Invitational Freestyle Solo Drumming event, which is taking place on the 18th of November. Now, tickets for this are completely sold out. You can't actually attend in person, but ourselves and the Big Rab Show team will be there and we'll be filming every aspect of it. So we'll get tons of great performances all on our social media and all that if you haven't got a ticket. So don't worry, but just wanting to put that date in your diary, 18th of November. There you go. And if you have a particular date in your diary that we should be reflecting here on the show, then please do let us know. We're aware that we're definitely a global show. Uh, So, yeah, there can be piping and drumming happening all year round. And if you have an event coming up, a concert, perhaps, fundraiser, any of that, let us know. And bigrabshow at gmail.com is the email address. And we'd love to hear from you and add more dates for our diaries. There you are, folks. That's it for Dates for Your Diary. And you've waited this long in the pod. I think you deserve a medal. <laughs> but we're about to get into the Big Rab Show Awards. Yeah, you guessed it. 
It's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. Wallace Bagpipes. Quality, pride and passion. Made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Yes, indeed. It's time for Topic of the Week. And, uh, you know, it's good to be sitting down and actually doing a topic. I know I've probably already said this already throughout the duration of this pod, but it's just brilliant to be back in the studio again. (laughs) Anyway, let's get into it. The Topic of the Week this week, of course, is the launch of the Big Rab Show Awards. They're back again! Yeah, they're back with all new categories as well. Now, what makes the Big Rab Show Awards unique, now we've explained this every year, but we'll do it here again, is that the Big Rab Show Awards are absolutely driven by you guys out there in the bagpiping world. It's not something that we decide here in the Big Rab Show team. We don't choose the winners. You guys do. All of you folk listening right now, you choose the nominees, you choose eventually who your finalists will be based on your nominations, and then you guys vote for your favourite in each category. So I think that's what makes the Big Rab Show Awards quite unique, you know, that there's no judging panel involved here. There's no, you know, body of bigwigs who make the final decision to say, right, give that band person or product a prize. No, it's you folk out there in the bagpiping world that decide all of this. And that's what makes the Big Rab Show Awards so much fun. Also incredibly stressful for us and the Big Rab Show team to collate all of this information. (laughs) But we're going to do our best like we do every year. And uh, yeah, Big Rab Show Awards are back again. Now, right now, what we're in the process of doing is that we're going to throw open the door to nominations. All right? Now, to explain the nomination process... It can be quite complicated, I guess, to understand. But we have put up a post right now on our social media. You can go and have a look at that. It's up on the Big Rab Show Facebook page. I think there's a a post on our Twitter. All that stuff, too. Uh, But you can check it out at thebigrabshow.com. We've we've published details there, too. Uh, The nomination process. We are only accepting emailed nominations. All right? So every nomination that you're thinking about putting in for any category has to be emailed to us. So our email email address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We've mentioned that at the start of the show, of course. Never changes, but yes, every nomination that we receive has to be via email. If it doesn't get emailed to us, then it doesn't count. Now, over the previous years, we've had tons of social media comments, direct messages even to the page, and tweets and all that kind of stuff. Even text messages to my own personal mobile (laughs) for people out there who know my mobile number. Uh, Yeah, I get sent these things, you know, personally and in social media comments. This year, we're not counting those at all. It is emailed nominations only. All right. Now, let's get into uh, the closing date and everything. Well, right now, as you're listening to this week's pod, they are open now. We're open for business right now. 4th of October, the doors are open and they will close on the 14th of October at 5 p.m. UK time. All right, so that's when the nominations close. Now, to explain how we then get to the finalists, well, we count up the amount of nominations in each category. 
And then it's basically a popularity contest. So say, for example, in one of our categories, we have, I don't know, like 1,500 nominations for Field Marshal, and we only get two nominations uh, for Surla and District. Well, then, obviously, Field Marshal Montgomery will get, you know, making it through into the final. Does that make sense? It's basically a popularity contest. Uh, So the more nominations we receive for your band, person, product, whatever then the more chance they have of making it through to the final. Now, once we whittle it down to the final four or five in each category, depending on numbers, uh, well then, yeah, that depends whether they make it through to that final list, and then you can start with the public vote then. So the nomination process is vital to all of this. We've explained this in previous years for Big Rab Show Awards, and we get tons of complaints. Oh, well, why didn't my band make it through? And why didn't my favorite album make it through? Stuff like that. And we have to explain, well, did you nominate them? And if the answer to that question is no, then if they're not in, they can't win. So, yeah, I think this is around the time of people should be, like, arranging campaigns and stuff and asking people to nominate them in various categories. So if you do fancy, you know, having a pop at one of these categories and you would like to see your band or product or, you know, recording, whatever, represented, then... Yeah, get your fan base involved and get them to nominate you. Yeah, and then the fun starts. So, what are we nominating for? Okay, well, people do ask, is there like a monetary value? Is there a trophy? Is there like a cash prize, anything like that? Absolutely not. No, it's just bragging rights. (laughs) We've been running these awards now since 2016. And uh, yeah, we haven't handed out prizes really for any of these. Uh, Just bragging rights. You know, I was a big Rab Show award winner. Yeah, and it is quite, you know, cool because you know that the decision hasn't come from us and the Rab Show team. It's come from the piping world who recognize uh, your efforts from that season. Yeah. So let's get into the categories then. All right. Now, we do have some new ones. We've got some old favorites, of course, that are returning as always. But we have some new ones and we want to draw your attention to those. Right. Let's get into the categories. First of all, we have most improved band. Now, I have to say, for all of these categories that we're mentioning, it doesn't just have to be grade one, all right? Now, I know in that example, I give an example of Surland District and Field Marshal, all right? So, but, yeah, there are tons of grades and bands out there that have had a great year. And this is definitely a category that reflects that. There's a lot of bands that have had such a great improvement from previous season and could definitely be recognized here. So give it some thoughts. Most improved band. That's quite a wide and varied category, I would argue. And doesn't have to be just grade one. All right. Can be every grade under the sun. Uh, so, yeah, if you have a band in mind that have really upped their game from the previous season and you think deserve the title of most improved band, then definitely get that nomination in. All right. Next category then is best tenor flourishing. Yes, and again, this doesn't refer exclusively to grade one. It could be any band in any grade. We do know that there's been a lot of great development in the tenor and tenor drumming scene specifically, especially with flourishing. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of bands that I expect to see in here, and I'll be very excited to see the nominations for this. Yeah. The tenor drumming world has definitely been developing throughout 2023, and we dare say this will be quite a hard-fought category. Uh, so, yeah, worthy of your attention. So if you do have a band that you think deserves the prize for Best Tenor Flourishing, then get your nomination in. All right, 
The next one is Best Venue. Yes. Now, each and every year, whenever we give out the prize for Best Venue, uh, we've seen the prize predominantly go to the World Championships. Uh, That seems to pick it up a lot of the times. However, we do get nominations for a lot of other very interesting venues. Uh, I think of previous years, uh, we had the venue uh, for the All-Ireland Championships in Ballymena. Um, that's been quite a hit. Uh, also, Newcastle and County Down here locally in Northern Ireland gets nominated. Uh, but also, I think we had nominations in the past for Stone Mountain Highland Games. Uh, I think there's been other ones in the United States as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you have any particular venue in mind, it doesn't have to be a major. It doesn't have to be a major championship. It just has to be on the calendar at all, you know? So if you had a particular visit to a venue that you thought was awesome and worthy of a nomination then there you go that's a category for you so get your nomination in for that one all right best venue moving on we have a category then for the fashionistas out there yes best dressed makes a return yeah so the big rab show award for best dressed could be i don't know for a band that has a brand new uniform that was really quite striking or you know are you a fan of yellow flashes uh, is there a band that hit the circle with yellow flashes that you think deserve a Rab Show prize? Or perhaps, I don't know, is there any uniform out there that you think looks really particularly cool or smart for that reason? So, yeah, that's a category in there for everyone who likes the aesthetic of pipe bands, you know, and the fashion of which. We do know that there was quite a number of bands actually with new uniforms this year, you know, brand new pressed kilts and everything all pleated to perfection. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, definitely worth a thought there. Best dressed for 2023. Who knows? But get your nomination in for that. All right. Next category then. Now, this is a new one. All right. This is one that us in the Big Rab Show team that we kind of debate this all the time. Us in the Rab Show team, we talk about this throughout the season. And we thought, you know, why not make this a Rab Show award? You know, uh, because we talk about it. And the, as the team members, we're all constantly chatting about this. Anyway, I'm being cryptic. What the category is is Best Competitive Band Medley Performance. Yeah. Now, not only Grade 1, I have to stress that again, that doesn't just have to be Grade 1. It could be any grade that you think that a band has played a real blistering medley performance at a competition. That's what this is about. All right? Now, I say it could be from Grade 4B up to Grade 1, but if there was a particular medley performance that you thought was a highlight of the year, then this is where that gets reflected. So best competitive band medley performance. That's a new category and an interesting one. And we do hope to see a lot of mixed return here because we do know that all through the grades, there's been some real blistering medley performances. Um, Obviously, I know we're omitting the MSRs, uh, but we do believe that medley performances, you know, especially this season, have been really quite exciting. There's been a lot of real good musicality all through the grades, and this is, yeah, we've been chatting about this in the Rab Show team, and uh, yeah, we're bringing it here to the Big Rab Show Awards. We want to know your thoughts, what you guys believe to be the best competitive band medley performance of the year. So yeah, that's an interesting one right there. So I'm sure right now as I'm talking about this, you're possibly thinking of a particular run that you've seen this year, or maybe you catched a, you know, you caught a video of it online on YouTube or something. Yeah, there's a ton of great medley performances from this season that definitely are worthy of a Rab Show prize. So give it some thought. Yeah, and get your nominations in for that one. That's an interesting one. One for debate there. (laughs) All right, okay, making a very pleasant and happy return for 2023 is the coolest bass drum prize. 
Yes, I love this one. Uh, the, yeah, there's so many bands out there with really cool bass drums. Uh, the combination, not just of the bass drum skin, but also the bass shell and some of the designs and stuff that kind of incorporate, you know, the color scheme, the design of the shell kind of melds its way into the bass drum skin and stuff. So many bands pay a lot of attention to their bass drum and how cool it looks. And there's so many cool ones out there, honestly. So if you have a thought as to what would be your nomination for the coolest bass drum for 2023, then get them in. That I know I have my own particular favorites. Uh, <laughs> now, yeah, I have to say some bands have kept the same bass drum all the way up until the Worlds. And then a lot of bands unveil a brand new cool bass drum. So if it is the bass drum from the Worlds, let us know uh, because we do know that some bands change their drums through the year. So, you know, they play one particular bass all season and then come to the Worlds and it's completely different. They, they change up the skin, the shell, they change everything. Uh, so, if it's the Worlds version, let us know. All right, that's all I'm going to say on that front, but I do know quite a number of bands that done that this season. So, yeah, coolest bass drum, quite a hard-fought category there. A lot of great drums out there, definitely worthy of your attention. So, give that some thought. Coolest bass drum. All right. The next category then makes a pleasant return. Drum Major of the Year. Yes, now this one is always hard fought because we've had so many incredible drum majors recognized through this category over the years. And um, yeah, I don't know. Our drum majoring scene this season in particular has been so competitive. Now, I'm not just talking about the adult or the senior drum majors, but also for our juniors and juveniles, novice juveniles, there's been so much competition in all of our drum majoring categories this year. It's going to be a difficult one to kind of peg who would be our drum major of the year. So many names of people who have had such an incredible season, definitely worthy of recognition in there. So if you do have a particular favourite drum major worthy of a nomination, then there you go. That's the category for you. Uh, Drum major of the year. The Big Rap Show Awards. All right. Well, we did have coolest bass drum and making another return is coolest drums. Yes, we know a lot of bands out there, again, who upgraded their drums for this season. And uh, yeah, a lot of really interesting designs. And a lot of bands really, I don't know, this season uh, are really paying attention to the color of their shells and matching them in possibly with their uniform. We're finding that a lot too. There's a lot of color matching going on with, you know, lines in the kilt and stuff. and Very cool. And I know that some bands actually don't match them to the kilt, but they match them to their socks and stuff. Um, I don't, there's been so many different combinations this year. There's also this, the, the usual ones that kind of really stand out and are striking and are really quite iconic. I know whenever St. Lawrence Atul changed their drum uh, color scheme and everything... At the time, they won the Coolest Drums Award, and I was on the fence. I wasn't quite convinced, but now these drums are absolutely iconic. You know, as soon as anyone sees one sitting there, that drum belongs to St. Lawrence. You know it instantly. Uh, So that's what I'm after here. The coolest drums that do have that cool factor, and perhaps that you can notice from a distance, you know, ah, I know who plays those, you know? So yeah, a color scheme that's unique to the band or really comes across as quite cool, that's what we're after here. So coolest drums, big rap show award, always hard fought. So yeah, and we're not just talking snare line here. We're also talking tenors and bass as well. We're talking about the full set. Uh, so yeah, if you do have a particular favorite for coolest drums, then there you go. <laughs> That's your category. All right. 
Moving on, the next category then is Best Concert or Live Performance. Yeah, 2023 has been quite a packed year for concerts and live performances from bands all across the world. And I'm not just saying I'm right here in the UK, but there's been tons globally. And yeah, we do know that a lot of bands were furiously fundraising this season because obviously we are still sort of dealing with that hangover of the pandemic and everything so we know that bands out there were doing what they can to raise funds and by throwing gigs so there's so many concerts performances big and small all across the world that could definitely be worthy of recognition here so obviously you know i know we'll probably get some nominations in for that huge simon fraser concert generations no doubt we'll get some nominations for that uh, because that was one of the biggest i guess uh, but there's been so many other performances all throughout the year definitely worthy of your attention and a possible nomination right there so give that some thought not just the big ones but of course if you did enjoy the big ones yeah, drop them in. Uh, but if there are any others out there that you do believe are worthy of a nomination for best concert or live performance, then yeah, drop that in for a nomination. Hmm. Okay, another one that is really hard fought every year is best social media, and it makes a return again for this year. Best social media can be can be anything really, from the use of social media for advertising, for recruitment, or you know, even for video content, a lot of bands have been filming performances and all of that as well. So I have to give a shout out to People's Forward as well. They've been making great use of social media. Uh, Boghall and Bathgate, of course, with their vlog haul series. That is incredible in itself. But other bands as well have been, you know, very prolific on social media with all sorts of great use of social media, be it Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that kind of stuff. There's even bands now on TikTok as well. A lot of those use that quite a lot uh, with live performances on there. Such a wealth of great material of piping and drumming all across social media. So if you do have one out there who has, you know, really ticked a box for you whenever it comes to using social media, it doesn't just have to be a band as well, I have to say. There's a lot of other social media accounts that do reflect the piping world. You know, like We we Love Pipe Bands. There's Matt Willis has won it in the past as well. There's tons of other great YouTubers and stuff that have won this in the past as well. That, I don't know, this category covers a massive range of everyone involved in online content for the bagpiping world. Now, I'm going to put it out there again for 2023. Ourselves here in the Big Rab Show team will not be accepting nominations for ourselves. All right. I do know in the past that we used to and, you know... Yeah, we used to give ourselves a prize as you guys voted for us. Uh, but yeah, this year, if you do decide to nominate us on the Big Rab Show team, where we are flattered, and thank you for that, uh, but unfortunately, it won't be counted. Yeah, so we are hoping to reach out for others out there in the piping scene uh, who are worthy of recognition, not just ourselves here in the Rab Show. There you are. So best social media, definitely a difficult one. And a, yeah, to kind of narrow it down because it's quite a wide, varied area. Uh, with so many different platforms, but we want to know who you thought had the best use of social media throughout this past year. There you are. Okay, let's get on to a new category then, shall we? This is the second new one that we've introduced here, and this is Best Band Tent or Gazebo. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is a new one, uh, because I'm sure you've heard our on-the-ground reports from the world over the last couple of episodes there, 348 and 349 where we were talking about the World Championships and how so many bands who attended had their own camp. They had their own tent set up, their own gazebo type of thing. 
with a full setup in some cases, you know, with cool boxes, with barbecues, with uh, all sorts of like, you know, I don't know, setup like chairs and tables and just like a home from home. And some of these are really quite intricate and a lot of work goes into these. So we thought it was worthy of recognizing such on our big Rab Show Award. A lot of bands put a serious amount of work into these setups and can be really invaluable on the day of a competition, especially if the conditions are poor. You know, it's great to have somewhere to dip out of the rain and have a tune-up under some shelter in some cases. Uh, but we do know there's some bands out there their gazebo game is strong, mighty strong, uh, but there are those bands out there who, um, maybe not so much, uh, but... <laughs> Yeah, we thought that, you know, this is a fun thing to do. There's so many bands out there with tents and setups and gazebos and home from homes that they set up a base of operations on the day of a competition. We thought, yeah, why not recognize all this hard work in the setup of a band tent or gazebo at each competition? So if you have a particular favorite in mind that you kind of admired from a distance going, wow, look at their setup. That's quite cool. Like They've got a bar and everything in there. I no word of a lie. I thought I seen one with a TV in it. Yep, uh, I'm not going to name the band, but I think I did see a tent at last year. Well, <laughs> this past year's worlds with a TV in it. Now it could have been a tablet or something, but everyone was all sitting around in chairs watching whatever was on that screen. Uh, so, hey, fair play to that band, uh, but what a setup. So there you go. We're, we're wanting to recognise that in this year's Big Rab Show Awards Best Band Tent or Gazebo category. Yeah, give that some thought. All right, moving on. All right, we have another category making a pleasant return, of course, is the best new product or innovation. Now, this one, is, I don't know, it's one that we've been doing over the last four or five years now, and there's been so many new products and innovations this season. It would make your head spin, uh, especially, I don't know, but we've talked about a number of them here on the show before. We've talked to their inventors and all of that, but also... Not only for products and new things like that, new gadgets and gizmos, but we're also talking innovations here. Different ways of doing things as well. You know, but where we've seen, you know, RSPBA were doing the standing start thing for the novice grades. That's an innovation. We've also seen various experiments done with the concert formation and stuff like that. That's a new innovation as well. So many other different ways of doing things, especially in the solo scene. And that there's so much innovation happening in the piping world right now. And yeah, there's a lot to consider here. Not just new products, gadgets, gizmos, because we all love all those, of course. And we do talk about them on the show whenever they arrive. Uh, but yeah, we're talking innovations here as well. New ways of doing things. And uh, yeah, that's what we're at here. Innovations. Best new product or innovation. That's a very interesting category, that one. There you go. Alright, now we're getting into some old favourites here now at this point, and possibly one of the hardest fought categories every year makes a pleasant return. I know these all make a pleasant return, don't they? Yeah, we're talking about Best Beard! Best Beard is back, baby! Yep, it's back, and I don't know, there's been so many handsome faces of fuzz this year. (laughs) (laughs) And I do know there are people out there who intentionally groom their beards in the hope that they would get a nomination and a Big Rab Show award. Alright, so if you have a handsome fellow out there with a very handsome beard, then we want your nomination. Alright, now we have to know who the player is and who they play with. We need to know their band as well. Alright, 
Because there's so many players out there with great beards and we just get the name. And then it's really difficult to try and track that person down because they could be international and they could be anywhere in the globe. So if you can try and pinpoint it down for us, who the player is and who they play with, who their band is, then we can try and pinpoint who that person is. And it's even better if you're able to send us a photograph. All right, that really does help because then we're able to add that into all of our best beards and then, yeah, showcase that if we're doing like an online live stream and saying, hey, here's all your beards, have a look at them. Uh, so, yeah, if you have a particular pick for best beard that you think deserves a nomination, then there you go. There's your category for you. All right. Moving on, making another return, of course, is another Big Rab Show Award staple, and that is Band of the Year. Yes, Band of the Year 2023. Now, again, this is not limited to Grade 1. All right, now, no, I know we'd get tons of nominations for Grade 1 bands in here, uh, but doesn't just have to be Grade 1, okay? It could be any grade at all. Uh, band of the Year encompasses a lot of different things. This could be a band that's had a particularly great season, won prizes all around them, and, you know, have been newly upgraded as a result, you know, having an absolutely stellar year. But it also could be for a band that is heavily involved in their local community, perhaps has done a lot of charity work, and in fact has raised a ton of money for local charities, or maybe has done something from a community perspective that has been really quite valuable. This is not just a performance winning prizes category, but this is also a category that encompasses everything else that a band could be involved in. It could be tuition, charity work, it could be so much other stuff that bands do in their local communities, but even in an international climb. Band of the Year is a huge award with a lot to consider here. So it doesn't just have to be your usual grade one big guns that win all the big prizes. But absolutely, if you think that that deserves your nomination, drop it in, of course, uh, because they are playing at the top level of competitive bands and definitely worthy of recognition. Uh, but there are other bands out there that don't win all the top prizes in grade one, but are certainly do, certainly doing some incredible work, you know, with tuition, charity work. I'm just giving out some of those as examples, but there's tons of other work that bands do that are definitely worthy of recognition and that band of the year category. So, Give it some thought. It's quite a huge category, that one. Tons of bands in there could definitely slot in there with a worthy nomination. So if you do have any thoughts, drop your nomination in for that one for Band of the Year 2023. All right. Our last and final category, of course, is the one that we run every year. This one has been in the Big Rab Show Awards from the very outset. It is the Big Rab Show legend award now this is a person all right we don't want you just to name i don't know uh, a business for example or a band uh, so yeah we're wanting you to nominate a person so the big rab show legend award recognizes someone who is of legendary status in the piping scene for a good reason that could be for you know, being a pipe major, lead tipper, or someone that's been really heavily involved in local community work, charity work, all of that kind of stuff, tuition, all of that. If you have a particular legend that you are aware of, then certainly drop them in a nomination. Now, we do know that previous Legend Award winners include, of course, Dr. Richard Parks, MBE. We've had Tommy Miller as well. There's been so many other different Legend Awards handed out throughout the years. Uh, this is such a huge category. And if you have your own particular legend that you believe should be recognized as such, then please drop in your nominations. BigRabShow at gmail.com. 
And that's it for your categories, folks. That's it for the Big Rab Show Awards nomination process. The doors are now open. So just to remind you, the nominations were closed at 5 p.m. UK time on the 14th of October. And only nominations received via email will be counted. All right, now just to answer more questions, of course, of what's to come. Uh, So during this period of time between right now and the 14th of October... We'll be receiving in all the nominations and we'll be totting them all up, of course. Then we will announce the finalists on episode 353 of the Big Rab Show podcast, which will be on October 18th. All right. So you have a couple of weeks now to give it some thought, all your nominations, and we want to have all of your emails. Uh, So, yeah, every emailed nomination that we receive will be counted. And, uh, yeah, we'll hopefully see your particular favorite make it through to the final list in each category. So... With that in mind, you have till the 14th of October, 5 p.m. UK time. After that time, any nominations received after that will not be counted. All right. Unfortunately, it's a waste of time. No more nominations will be counted, received, all of that after the 14th at 5 p.m. UK time. There you are. So the finalists will be announced on episode 353 of the Big Rab Show pod. And that, again, is the 18th of October. And that's when the public voting will start. Yeah. So once we announce our finalist, uh, then we'll open the voting, which will all be on the BigRabShow.com. There you go. So that's it, folks. I don't know. It's kind of crazy that it's already rolled round. Big Rab Show Awards are back again. And, uh, yeah, these are absolutely crowd-driven. So, if we don't get any nominations in, then we don't have an awards. Basically, that's it. But we want you all to give it some thought. And, yeah, if there are any bands, people, products, innovations, concerts, social medias, drums, all that kind of stuff, is there anything out there that you believe does need recognition of some kind for being quite a cool year, then, yeah, consider dropping them in a nomination. And then, who knows, they might make it through to the final list and then it'll be open for public vote. There you go. So, you have to October 14th, 5pm UK, to get your nominations in. BigRabShow at gmail.com Alrighty, well, folks, that's it. The Big Rab Show Awards are well and truly launched at this point with the nomination process already began. So... Uh, us and the Rab Show team are just bracing ourselves now for the nominations coming in and the giant ball of stress that is the Big Rab Show Awards that runs every year. But we'll do our best, you know. <laughs> we will do our best. And, uh, yeah, we're hoping for, a, you know, a very successful Big Rab Show Awards like we do every year. There you go. Alrighty, well... Everyone, thank you all for downloading this week. That's pretty much it for this week's pod. I do understand that this is quite a beefy episode with a lot to catch up on. And no doubt there are stuff that we have missed. All right. If there is, please do email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we'll do our best to kind of separate your emails and thoughts and feelings uh, aside from all the nominations that we're going to get for Rab Show Awards. Uh, but yes, also, don't forget to get your weekly drones into us as well. Yeah, bigrabshow.com, big button right at the top of the page, weekly drone. I'm sure there's quite a lot of stuff that we could talk about there on weekly drone. And we will be presenting that as a future episode of the pod, as we've already mentioned. There you go. All right. That's me. I am out the door. Thank you all for downloading. And as always, don't forget to check out our Patreon. There is a wealth of other content over there. And for five bucks a month, you know, there's tons of great stuff there. Be part of the Patreon faithful. Alrighty, that's it. I am out the door. I'll see you all again in the next one. Till then, take care. All the best.
That's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Check out g1reads.com for all of your piping needs. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all of the latest news and views from around the piping world. And also, check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be a part of the Patreon faithful. So, until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. Big Rab Show.